Chad and Zay. All right, let's go hour number three on a Monday. Longhorns fall in the NCAA tournament. Obviously, we've talked a lot about that. Lamar Jackson requests a trade. We'll get back into that story coming up here. Stop calling us on the Specs text line. <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll get the hang-up button on that one, Zay. Uh, I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier, and he picks out a beat for all of us to start the third hour. What do you got, Zay? Like a pimp. David Banner, little flip, classic. David Banner. David Banner. I've heard the name David Banner in the rap world. Is this a rapper, producer, or both? Both. Okay. Both. He uh, he's from Mississippi, super country, and he had a little run. This was his first, I think his first single. Little flip was hot at the time. Great track. What's the name of it again? Like a pimp. Like a pimp. Like a pimp. Like a pimp. I'm trying to say it like how David Banner would appreciate me saying it. Okay. So if I just tried to give him the normal like a pimp, that would not work. Nah. We got a pimp. Yeah, you got a Mississippi got, that Got thing. a Mississippi yeah. that. Okay, excellent. Well, as a Marvel freak, uh, I do appreciate the name David Banner. I always liked that. Felt like an incredible Hulk reference there. Uh, so shout out to David Banner. Great beat to start this hour. Lots of stuff going on today in the basketball world. Of course, the final Four is set. It's in Houston. No Texas teams end up making it. It's FAU and uh, San Diego State in the higher-ranked matchup at 5 o'clock on Saturday. And then about 8 o'clock, it is Miami and UConn. UConn feels like your favorite right now, but who knows? This has been a wild, wild tournament. We'll continue to talk about that. Let's get you the update on Rodney Terry. Shout-out to Horns247.com. That's where I saw it. First tweeted about the... The the, the the Texas was going to ultimately make the offer. Pete Thamel now on the national level and others have put out stories saying the two sides are meeting today with hopes of finalizing a deal and that Rodney Terry has emerged as the focus of the coaching search. So, Zay, years ago, one of the uh, – if, if people want to go back to – I guess this would have been the time when Texas hired Charlie Strong. There was a story about they, – they took a look at Art Bryles at the time. Again, and this is before all the Art Brile stuff would have gone down. And um, then the the thing of that apparently was that Art Bryles was insulted that anyone else was in the discussion. He wanted to be told, you're it. You're everything. If you want this job, we want you. When he didn't get that, that upset him and he went back to Waco. In this particular case, I think that's what Rodney Terry needs. To, the, he needs to get that respect from Texas right now. Not that they don't have a list they'd go to, but right now with what we just saw this team do and what we saw him do with this team, I think they need to make sure it's that. Coach Terry, we want you. You are our guy. Do you want to be our coach? Let's work on a deal. There needs to be no other mention of not a coaching search, not that he is the guy. So I'm kind of glad to see it phrased this way, that he's the focus of the search right now, that he is the whole search. Yeah, and Coach Terry, he might be from the Houston area, but he's an Austin Knight. He is. Mm-hmm. Like, he kept his house here when he went to Fresno and UTEP, when previously when he was with Coach Barnes, loved it, wanted to stay, but clearly he wanted to have his own head coaching aspirations, went to St. Ed's, and then when he came back, he was talking about retiring here as an assistant. Mm-hmm. So if that doesn't speak of a Longhorn, I don't know what does. And now he's given his dream job to be the head coach of the University of Texas. And you're right. He should want to feel wanted. 
He yeah. should have that feeling. And CDC and the front office down there in the 40 acres, they should know he's earned that and then some yeah. of what he did with this team, the respect they have for him. When he was talking about going to their weddings and stuff and being there for their firstborns and stuff, that's love. Joe Cook said it best. Like, that ain't fake. Right. None of that's fake. All that locker room stuff, there might be cameras in there and stuff, but when you hear him hiccuping because he's choking up and, you know, New York's got the raspy voice. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. It's a tough cry, but that's the passion that he and love he has for this university and his players. When you saw Serge Abari Rice talking about he's a mirror of me, I wouldn't want to play for anybody else. They'll to suit all these guys. They yeah. they love him, and, and he's going to fight for this university. He is, and you notice that, that one, I can't remember who was, was sitting to to his right, but the the hand immediately came over to his shoulder. From Marcus a, Carr. It was Marcus. It was okay. Marcus Carr. From a player. Like that's so cool to me. One of my favorite things about college basketball now. It's always been the case, but now when you don't have guys staying as long and you don't have teams developing the same way, one thing I try to cling to is the love of coaches and the coaches' love for players. And it is fun to watch. It's fun to watch Hurley and his players talk about each other. It's fun to watch all these guys, whoever it is. But in the case of Texas, you can feel that emotion coming out of it. And that's how I would communicate it to Rodney Terry. If I'm CDC, I would walk in and I would say, all these stories you hear about me having a list are true. And the list matters if you say no. There's no list anywhere. You are my list right now. Yes, I have to have a list in case you say no. But I don't want you to say no. You're my guy. That's what I would com- make sure to communicate to him. You you were dealt a wacky hand way back, and we had to put you in this situation. And then along the way, you had uh, this crazy, in- you know, the injury to Desue that affects the team. And then, I mean, Marcus Carr gets banged up in this last game. Yeah, that's there, there was that was really unfortunate when him and Omir collided. That was a huge point in the game where it, another thing shifted for Miami in their favor. There was a talk about, was Jabari Rice hurt by the end of the game? Right. Some, somebody thought they saw a brace on him. So he had to deal with a lot of stuff. To come through it the way he did, with the class that he did, That's uh, I'm, I'm hoping Texas gives him that love and he gets his extension. Rodney Terry, 55 years old, uh, and many would think he has done enough to, uh, to get the job. Unfortunately, the Longhorns did not get to the Final Four, but uh, Rodney Terry expected to get that job, so it could become official pretty quickly. Could right. be in the next couple of days. And, you know, obviously Coach Terry sticks out because he's the head coach, but the coaching staff is huge too. If he could keep those guys yeah. around, Ogden, Donawal, McLean, Chappelle, if he could keep those guys around, that's huge because they all really love each other. You saw the way that they celebrate after the game with one another and the rest of the team. It's special. And I know people want to look at the UTEP record. And I know people want to look at the Fresno State record. Okay, fine. But you still got to have the Jimmy and Joes to go with the X's and O's. It's hard to win at mid-majors. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's hard to win everywhere. It's hard to win everywhere. But, yeah. And it wasn't like he was getting fired from those places. Like, he was doing things right. He was coming in with the right attitude, and he was trying to turn those programs around. And now that he's going to get the Jimmys and the Joes, when you have Serge Barry Rice and Timmy Allen and Marcus Carr, like, those guys are going to recruit for him. When people call, because they've been at different places, and we people call them, and when you play against different players, you get a certain respect. 
You know, mm-hmm. when, when people around Big East or Big Ten, whatever, when they look at Texas and see what they're doing and say, you know what? Austin, Texas is a really nice area. Yeah. You know what? They got brand new facilities down there. Beautiful facilities. Why not call these guys up and say, hey, it's Coach Terry. What's cool? How was what was it like playing for him? Right. They're not going to bash him. No. They're going to praise him. Yeah, and then some. Yeah, no. It's there's a lot of positivity around that part of it right now. That uh, ultimately, like I said earlier, I think that's the big victory for this team. It obviously ends up uh, short of where they wanted it to be. That's the victory. I think they found their coach. I think they absolutely found their coach. He proved himself, uh, and hopefully that will become official this week. Also this week, Lamar Jackson hopes he finds a new team. He has requested a trade. He says he does it. Uh, he did it back on March. Thir- uh, March 2nd, rather, and uh, that the team did not really val- understand his value, basically. Um, the interesting part to me, Zay, is we still haven't heard about any real discussions with teams. I haven't heard about him talking to a team. Is there another team that wants to give him the value he's looking for? I haven't heard about that yet. So right now, I saw today a Vegas betting thing. We got I got a deal from it was, I think it was BetOnline.ag or whatever uh, about different odds, and the, they got the over unders out for teams. Baltimore was like at nine and a half, and I thought, well, if this rolls through, you might want to adjust that. You may want to adjust that down a little bit because I wouldn't put their over under at nine and a half if they're having to figure out what's next at quarterback. Uh, but he has requested a trade, and there's got to be two first round picks going the other way, but also, Zay, deep down, if I'm a team, two first-round picks might be a good deal Yeah, to give up for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you would think, but the risk, man. Like, I'm just thinking of the risk. I, I, what the good is great. Like, he stays healthy. He throws for over 3,000 yards, mm-hmm. almost rushes for over 1,000. 40 touchdowns. See, this just shows you're getting older. You're, wor- <laughs> you're worried about the risk. But You're worried about what happens when he scrambles too what much. What happens when he scrambles <laughs> and takes that one hit in week 12? Yeah, it, It's just like we saw it this past year. And when is he going to lose a step? Is the pocket passing, how is that developing? Because, again, there's just th- throws he cannot make. There's just throws he cannot make. And the money that he wants and that he's asking for, for the long haul, doesn't make sense for the talent that he needs around him to be successful. I, the thing I wonder, and this is where you, when you don't have an agent, this is why we don't find out. When you strip it all down, what does he want? Years-wise, money-wise? I don't know. He said no. We talked about what he said no to earlier, the $133 million guaranteed. And in certain circumstances, it could be up at two hundred. What does he want? Does he want all guaranteed money? Does he have a number in his head of guaranteed money? Remember, he's doing this. He is organize- He is orchestrating all this. The te- teams are reaching out to him directly because he has no agent. Yeah, and is he getting hosed for that? Absolutely. I would think. He's for sure getting hosed from that. He's got to be missing some details. I'm not dogging Lamar out for that. It's just trying to do two jobs at one time. You're trying to be an elite-level uh, MVP quality NFL quarterback and an elite and, and an agent repping that person at the same time? Yeah. That's tough to do. Yeah, there's one thing being an agent and having the agent bias. And then there's a difference between the agent bias, which is professional, and your family bias, which ain't at all. Right. They just want what's best for you. 
didn't go to school, didn't take no classes, just want what's best for you because you they baby. Yeah, the only other person, literally, because the only other person supposedly in these discussions might be his mother. Not like a cousin that is an agent. Not someone, a friend of his that became an agent, that went to school and studied to be, not that. His mom yeah. is that person. Mama! Mama! What, boy? Hey, hey, Tampa Bay calling. <laughs> <laughs> Tampa Bay calling, they want to talk to you. Like, what? How's that sound? Hang on, let me, let me let you talk to mom. <laughs> what, what? What are we, do? yeah, I don't. I don't understand, and I've heard a lot of good arguments about it. And the best one I've heard is from you know from our guys in the afternoon, Rod Babers and Mike Harge. They've both been at the pro level. They've both been they've both been on the player side of the negotiations, and they would both tell you that if if they had been involved, it got would have gotten too personal. Yeah, Mike Harge has talked about the arbitration part of baseball, where they sit you down and just pick you apart. To figure out arbitration, right? To figure out all that money. But you have to be able to separate the business and the the business and the personal side. It's got to be really, really tough to do. Every little thing that the Ravens would nitpick about Lamar Jackson, the stuff you're talking about, if John Harbaugh went in and said he was concerned about stuff, Lamar's the one he's saying it to. So we all should have known when the GM had that weird quote about, yeah, dealing with Lamar the football player is a little different than dealing with Lamar the GM. I mean, the G- with Lamar the agent. We all should have kind of known right then. This probably wasn't going to end with him wearing that helmet. And now it's official that he has asked for a trade. What will they do? Will they force him to stay? Because they got him tagged. They've, they've got him tagged. They have till July 15th to work out a long-term deal. They could give him 250 guaranteed million if they wanted to, July 3rd. There's not a thing he could do about it other than, I guess he could say no. He'd not take their deal. But he's theirs right now through a certain time. And then is he willing to just sit it out? Is he willing to just – Yeah, he's so scorned. Wait. Like he's so petty and just – it seems like he's over it. It yeah. seems like he's over the Baltimore Ravens. He's like, just get me out of here. Is he ready to go any way you can? Yeah, is he ready to go Le'Veon Bell on this thing? Just wait it out and then figure out something down the line. Uh, we'll see what happens. Are other teams talking to him? There are teams you can make arguments about. Are there teams that want this quarterback, that quarterback? Does anybody want to draft? Have you watched this whole league in a while? Somebody needs Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we, we, we're, we're all in agreement there, right? Absolutely. By, by the way. How excited are Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland fans today? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, what? Lamar, what? I will help him pack. I will drive to Baltimore right now. Oh, to be honest, if Cleveland was thinking, you know, if we give Deshaun Watson all this money, maybe Lamar Jackson will lose it and he'll leave. How and we don't have to worry about him. It's a brilliant move. First one the Browns have ever made, maybe. It might be. Did they really drive him out with all that money? Weird. Give it, it took a lot, but <laughs> still, if you count both, technically, it's money well spent. Man, that is uh, – I hadn't thought of that, but I think you're right. All right, so a lot of stuff out there in the NFL. Lamar Jackson requesting a trade. Still nothing official on Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. We're about two weeks past when he mentioned the Jets on the McAfee show. Robert Sala at the owners' meetings basically said 
that he feels comfortable things are going to be all right. Now, he didn't specifically say Roger's name because he can't. (laughs) That would be tampering if he does. Even though it's free agency, they still have to work it out as technically – actually, I'm sorry. It's technically not free agency, right? There has to be a trade here with Rodgers. Yeah. Isn't that right? There still has to be. a Green Bay's got to get something, and apparently they want that first-round pick. The Jets don't want to give it up. So we're keeping our eyes on that story. Also, coming up for Why Today Matters, I want to get Zay's thoughts on LeBron coming back. I didn't realize LeBron was going to come back this fast. Have you heard why LeBron came back so fast? We will tell you about that, and will the Lakers fight their way in to the playoffs as we get ready to head that way in the NBA? A lot of stuff on the board today. If you want to jump in, 337-3776 is the Specs text line. Longhorn fans, we are your therapy today as you get over Miami. Miami 88, Texas 81. Longhorns will not be headed to Houston and the Final Four. Four teams that a lot of people didn't expect are headed to the uh, to Houston. It's kind of the way it goes these days in the NCAA tournament. Wild one. We'll talk more about that coming up on the Horn. Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Monday. Sounds like P.E. That's right. Yeah, a little public enemy for the kids. Sounds like somebody just tracked like a, almost like a um, a tea kettle. When a tea yeah. kettle starts to go, and you just lengthen that out. Uh, love public enemy. The contrast between those two guys is so great. Yo. Have we ever had? Give me something else in rap that could compare to that. Is there is there another du- uh, another duo that when they go back and forth, it's that much of a contrast between Chuck D and Flavor Flav? Where I would say style wise, Andre Three Thousand and Big Boy Outcast okay. just they're so different. Yep, but they rap so well and it flowed so well. But Flav didn't rap, but it just fit. Like yeah. right there, him just talking ish. Just throwing a couple words. Yeah, just in. throwing a couple words. Chuck, talk your stuff. And then Chuck just ripped it. Uh, it was always like, I always thought there were times where it sounded like Flavor Flav didn't know there was an album being recorded. Yeah. Like he was just, oh, they don't know about it. We got to let them know. We're doing the album right now, man. Right. This is it. Right, right, right here. He was so great. Oh, I love it. All right, Public Enemy. To go with, let me see if I get this right, Delaney and Bonnie and Friends. I didn't even know that was a thing. Stray Cats, Tony Basil, Sleaze Bees. I knew those were all things. They've all been a part of the show. We had a great David Banner beat to start the hour. Lots of talk, obviously, about Longhorn basketball today falling to Miami. And the reports are that the university and Rodney Terry are talking today and that he is the focus of the search right now. A one-man search, if you will, and you could understand that after what that team just did. But they couldn't hold the 13-point lead, and we've talked about how all of the things that fell apart fell apart for Texas, some of the silly turnovers, some of the mistakes, and yes, at least one call, if not a couple calls, that uh, that did not go Texas's way. A lot of focus on the one that involved Brock Cunningham. But Zay, I'm glad you brought up that one uh, the the Christian uh, Christian the the Dylan Mitchell play that block the that was that one was crazy yeah that was bad Tyrese Hunter had a nice block in the first half that got called for a foul that was bogus yeah but, you're right I didn't like that one either you know that possession man where 
Joseph was on the free throw line. He missed that free throw, and you got to secure the rebound. And Dylan Mitchell tips it back to Jordan Miller, who gets to the line and knocks down a couple more. And now it's a nine-point game with 10 minutes to go. And it was a bad collapse. It was. Yeah. Definitely Dylan DeSue would have helped. But, man, you got to give the coaching staff for Miami a lot of love for realizing that those guards for Texas, if they're going to play that tight, then we're going to go at them. We're going to go at Marcus Carr. We're going to go at Timmy Allen, guys who they're good defenders, but if you're going downhill 100 miles per hour, it's tough to stop anybody. Even Gary Payton has a hard time chasing guys down 100 miles per hour. Go look up White Chocolate crossover on Gary Payton in, like, the 90s. (laughs) It's one of the nastiest crossovers of all time, and all Gary Payton could do was stick his foot out. Why? Jay Will was coming full speed at him. Mm -hmm. With that type of craftiness and type of ball handling ability, it don't matter. You could get got, and they went at Texas. And Marcus Carr... My God, I'm going to miss him. He had a hell of a season, but that turnover on Omir, okay, you turn it over, but don't foul. There's 40 seconds left. There's a 30-second shot clock. Get a stop. If I'm Coach Terry, if I'm the coaching staff, no fouls. You're yelling, no fouls. Play clean. Play clean. You get the ball back with about 10 seconds, 8 seconds to go to give yourself a chance to tie the game and see what happens, but – Marcus Carr, for some reason, all the years of college basketball and games you've played, you don't need to foul there. And he fouls Isaiah Wong, who knocks down two more free throws. That's ball game. They go up for about 10 seconds left. That's ball game. So a lot of dumb things happen. It was not just the referees. Was that Coach Terry's best game coaching? No, but that timeout that he called against Penn State – you had Jeff Ketchum come on our airways on our show, Chad, say that might be the greatest timeout in Texas basketball <laughs> history. Yeah, it was a nice timeout. Yeah. All the timeouts that Ketch has seen. I said it was just best timeout of the year. I, history, yo. Yeah. There's been a lot of timeouts yeah. called yeah. with Texas coaches. Tom Pender, Shaka, Rick Barnes. A lot of timeouts being called. Yeah, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but <laughs> I feel him. He gave the love. Yeah, but yeah, so people hating on Coach Terry and stuff. No, nah, back that. I don't agree with that whatsoever. All right. Uh, speaking of basketball, let's go to the association and why today matters. It is March 27th. Here we go. Why today matters brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists, 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. We do have a lot of interesting birthdays today, but before that, Zay, uh, LeBron back on the floor for the Lakers Way before a lot of people thought he would. He missed 13 games, I think, if I'm reading correctly. And uh, came back last night. Now, they didn't get the win last night. Is that right? No. They did not get that win. Uh, They are sitting in the nine spot, I believe, in the playoffs. So what do we make of LeBron coming back here and saying basically he's back because he's superhuman? Is that why? Yeah, it makes you think about, oh boy, that said Le- him and LeBron got the same drug dude. Oh, back to Chael Sonnen? Chael Sonnen. Chael, you might have something there, Chael. Very suspicious. Huh. Very sketchy. You know, LeBron talking about, yeah, the doctors told me that I'm the fastest healer they've ever seen with this injury. And then he references a doctor that he says is the LeBron of feet but won't say their name? Yeah, I feel like that guy would want to get the cred. That's weird. Two other doctors told him he needed surgery. 
Then the LeBron of feet told him he didn't, but then you won't tell us who that person is. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, whatever, but I they were playing well without LeBron. Austin Reeves was playing good basketball, and now LeBron's coming back, and he's a ball stopper. As good as and great as he is, all-time leading scorer, he's still going to have to figure out how to play with this new team. He hasn't had many games with him. Like, D'Angelo Russell hasn't played many games with him, Vanderbilt, all oh, those right. guys. Since they like, made those since moves. Since they made yeah. those moves. So he's still trying to figure things out. And they were in the midst of that, and then he got hurt. So mm-hmm. this is a whole new team that Darwin Ham is throwing out there for the Lakers. And LeBron did not look that good yesterday, where Pat Bev, who got traded to the Bulls, he let them know. Talk about petty. Mm-hmm. He had that whack-ass jump hook over LeBron and Casper because no one else was around. LeBron barely was even around, but he was the closest one. And what did petty-ass Patrick Beverly do? The year too small. He sign. did not give LeBron the year too he small. He gave the LeBron James himself year too small, how, big man. How tall is Pat Beverly? Six foot one, maybe. Okay, well, at best. On. That there's your new rule. No one, you're not allowed to use the year too short if you are physically that much shorter than the other person. Come on, what are we doing? It's it's weak, but still. What are we doing? It's Pat Bev. Would oh, you expect anything less? No, not really. Exactly. I'm, I'm not shocked. He had, yo, Pat Bev said, I want to ruin the Lakers' chances of making the playoffs. And he helped. He helped do that. I mean, it was a loud-ass 10 points that he had. Yeah. and they're Very still, loud. They're still clinging. They're clinging to that 9 spot right now. Right now, the Mavs are at 9. The Mavs are just out of it at 11. And the play-in teams would be Minnesota, New Orleans, the Lakers, and the Thunder if it stopped today. We are just about to the end. Of, what are we about? What am I about saying? like 10 games left. Yeah, about 7, depending on who the team is. 7 games to go, depending on which team you're looking at. Something so, like that. Let me ask you this, Mavericks fan. Do yes. we like Luka's tone and attitude right now no he sounds depressed he looks depressed he sounds sad and depressed and Kyrie Irving is throwing people out of games and just sounding very Kyrie Irving and it's just it's bizarre to me that these are the two you know leaders of the team the two best players on the team and they both just sound so odd when they talk like I can't imagine getting motivated by either one of them in terms of the vocal part. Their games can motivate. We know that. But yeah, I, I don't like that from Luca. Just just feels feels like he's really down right now. There's so much entitlement from the whole organization, from their owner Mark Cuban, which yeah. is a good owner. He's been a good owner, but the whole thing about the Golden State rule where they didn't, they weren't aware that it was Golden State's ball and bitching about that. Yeah, that's entitlement. Jason Kidd who doesn't take enough responsibility, just kind of blames the team when things go wrong and stuff. Like, I made the Hall of Fame. I'm, I was nice with it. These guys, they got to figure it out. Uh, you see me, I'm trying. I'm doing my best. And like you said, just Kyrie and Luka, what they're bringing to the table. Like, Luka, he's never experienced losing. Like, back in Europe when he was playing with, you know, Madrid and them and Spain and winning – you know, FIBA World Cups with mm-hmm. Slovenia, his home country. He wasn't used to this losing stuff and being the man with it and having to deal with having a life in America. I don't think he likes America very much, especially with this losing stuff. It's not <laughs> much fun. 
Usually he could be right. back in Slovenia doing whatever the hell he grew up doing. But now life's a totally different for him. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, we everybody just thinks you could be Tony Parker and Manu and just have a nice transition. Not everybody's like that. Dude, what if they got Kyrie Irving and they can't even get in a play-in situation? It's tough. They couldn't even crawl into the to the ten spot. No, it just shows you how good the NBA is nowadays. Oh my goodness! I guess that's what it shows you. I mean, look at Sacramento. Nobody I, expected them to be good. I would love to think that's what it shows me. Yeah, Sacramento is the three seed. I did not expect. Yeah, like De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. Like those guys are hooping. Malik Monk, rookie Murray. Those guys are hooping. Mike Brown's doing a great job. He should be coach of the year this season. Who's that? Mike Brown. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah, he's got he's got to be in that dis- right there in that discussion. I can't think of who else off the top of my head would be there, but he's got to be got to be right there. Um, the Kings are sitting in that three spot. Denver and Memphis have both uh, taken care of divisions. They are in the playoffs and ready to roll. So keep your eyes on the Lakers. LeBron is back. If you're a Mavs fan like me, they're trying to fight. Uh, they may have to take a team like the Lakers or Thunder out to get in to the playoff, uh, the play-in situation. All right, that is uh, why today matters to us on this March 27th. By the way, I thought there was a was there a Longhorn with a birthday? No, Randall Cunningham is a nice birthday today at 60. Happy birthday to Randall. Uh, Fergie is 48 today. Mariah Carey, 54. Got to mention uh, some of the greats. Diana Ross yesterday, 79 years old. And for you fight fans... Paige Van Zant, 29 years old yesterday. Still in the fight game, kind of. I think she's still trying to hang out in the fight game. One of my favorite fighters in the last few years. All right, there's why today matters. Coming up, stems and seeds, including the NFL updates from today. Lamar wanting a trade. And what is going on with the Aaron Rodgers story? We'll hit those and then get you off to ball. Don't lie. Stay with us. It's the horn. It's time for the Craigway Sports Report. Chad and Zay. About to bounce back? Is this for Longhorn fans? Is this for Houston yeah. fans trying to bounce back? No, we don't care about the Houston fans. Okay. I'm just trying to think of Kansas State fans, Alabama fans. Thought they had it. Didn't quite uh, didn't quite get it done. Uh, who we who we finishing off with here today, Zay? Juvenile. Ah, juvenile. Okay. You played ju- Juvenile a few times. Yeah, you this. have? Yeah. He has hits. How do we not? Any good albums? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. 400 Degrees. Okay. That's the main one. We might have to do an album review for that one. Did he make the top 50 all-time list? No. No. Not, th- not quite that good? Nah. Not quite that good. He had a good run, but... If you make the list, if you were going to make a list, would he be in your top fifty? No, hundred. No, really? Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Maybe, actually, maybe. Maybe hundred. Maybe hundred. Maybe in the hundred. Yo, back that ass up. That song is such a classic. That's, he might be like 95, 96. Oh, 
just for that. Oh, that's juvenile. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. All right. It's juvenile in more ways than one. Right. Girl, yeah. you look good when you married a man. <laughs> man, woman. Man, come on. Uh, all right. So, juvenile, public enemy, Delaney and Bonnie and friends, Stray Cats, Tony Basil, Sleazebees. They were all a part of the show today. Nice David Banner beat to start the hour as well. Chad and Zay on this Monday working through it with Longhorn basketball fans. Obviously, not. The weekend they wanted. Half of the weekend they wanted. Impressive win against Xavier. That's one of the things that sucks about the tournament, man. When your team gets the first half of the the front side win but can't get the backside win, it's almost like the first one didn't happen. You want to be happy about it. You want to be excited about it. But ultimately, if you don't finish off and then get out of that weekend, then it's kind of done. This season was so much fun, Chad. This season was so much fun. Like It's been 15 years since this team went to the Elite Eight. And we saw with a lot of these other teams that had expectations in March Madness, it's so hard to win six games. You mm-hmm. have to have so many things go your way. Once Dylan DeSue got hurt, you just kind of knew when was it coming. Because it seemed like all these teams in the tournament, from Tennessee to Kai Ziegler, UCLA with Clark, Houston with Sasser, et cetera, injuries were derailing what they wanted to accomplish, and that was win a national championship. And once that injury bug hit the horn, especially with somebody playing as well as Dylan Sue, you just knew. And going to miss Timmy Allen and Serge Jabari Rice. Like I told y'all right before the season started, when right after they played Arkansas in the exhibition game, Serge Jabari Rice is going to be everybody's favorite player. And he you was. Did. Yep. You're <laughs> he absolutely was. right. And yeah. we're going to miss him probably more than anybody, especially, you know, what he did in that one year. Just one year he was here. You and sure he didn't get to come back for a year or two if he no, wants? It's, it's unfortunately, over? that's it. Oh, man. That's it. So I've got to appreciate what we had, like everything that happened for them to get as far as they did. Again, Marcus Carr and Timmy Allen, all those guys, Serge Jabari Rice, ones that won't be Christian Bishop, how good he was in that game against Xavier. Wish he would have got a little bit more PT yesterday, but what can you do? But fun year, loved it. All right, Zay, before we get out of here, let me see if I can make you smile and maybe some other Longhorn fans smile before the show is over, especially if you're a Cowboys fan. Here we go. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no stems. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Will he speak it into existence? Ed El- Ed Holm of the NFL Network or NFL.com has put out a mock draft where the Cowboys trade up to get Bijan Robinson at 19. Okay, Jones boys. You know who that would mean they would have to trade with? Who? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. At 19. How about that? Um, Who knows? It's just a mock draft, but thought uh, if you're a Longhorn fan, you might need that smile today. Also, the fact, uh, if you missed it, if you're into Rodney Terry and the idea of him getting the job, they are meeting today, apparently, the university and Rodney Terry. So we wish Coach Terry all the best in those negotiations or getting the offer or whatever they need to do, maybe in the next day or so. That becomes official. Uh, It's also official today that Lamar Jackson wants a trade from the Ravens, uh, and we talked a little bit about this earlier. Robert Sala of the Jets, while not saying Aaron Rodgers' name, is telling the media that he remains confident that Rodgers will be the quarterback in 2023. 
He also made reference to OBJ because he can because he's a free agent and he doesn't belong to anybody. He has talked about them still trying to look into possibly getting Odell Beckham Jr. Remember, that's one of the guys Aaron Rodgers wanted. Also, Zay, he's made it official that Zach Wilson, despite all the mess he's been through, is their backup quarterback. Okay. He's, he's QB2. He's a great backup. I think that is maybe right, especially right now. Right now. That's where he'll fit. Yeah. Did he improve a lot? Yeah, but he's a great backup as of now. He needs to become kind of like the guy before Jordan Love that was learning from Rodgers. What was that dude? Was it Hunley? Was it Brett Hunley that they brought in there? That just, he looked exactly like Rodgers when he would throw the ball. I thought, well, that's not a bad way to go about it. If you just kind of pick up the mannerisms, he walked like Rodgers. And then when he'd throw the ball, you'd kind of even see a little bit of Rodgers. I thought that was a pretty good plan. Yeah, Zach Wilson, we know he has all the intangibles, but he just has that little boy about him. Like, dog, can you be more of a grown man for the NFL, for yeah. a quarterback position? Like, I know you look like a Disney Disney character boy. Problem. He looks like a doll. Yeah. Yeah. We need you to be more grown man. Get some <laughs> nuts, dude. Wow. All right. <laughs> There's the way we'll leave you today. Soccer matters at 7 tonight. Ball Don't Lie is next. No instant serious tonight. It'll be back next week. We'll be back for a Tuesday show tomorrow. Wow. Be safe out there and do what Zay said. See ya.